Hello and welcome to today's Almost Daily Devotion. We're going to hear the end, close to the end of Esther's story. We start with the seventh verse and it goes like this. When the king and Haman came in for the banquet with Queen Esther, the king said to her, This is the second day we've met for wine. What is your wish, Queen Esther? I'll give you whatever you want. Esther answered, If it pleases the king, and if the king wishes, give me my life. That's my wish. And the lives of my people, too. That's my desire. We have been sold, I and my people, to be wiped out, killed, and destroyed. If we simply had been sold as slaves, I would have said nothing. But no enemy can compensate the king for this kind of damage. The king said to Queen Esther, Who is this person and where is he? Who would dare do such a thing? Esther replied, A man who hates an enemy, the wicked Haman. Haman was overcome with terror in the presence of the king and queen. Furious, the king got up and left the banquet for the palace garden. But Haman stood up to beg Queen Esther for his life. He saw clearly the king's mood made a bad end for him. And the king returned from the palace garden to the banquet room, just as Haman was kneeling on the couch where Esther was reclining. Will you even molest the queen while I am in the house, the king said. The words had barely left his mouth before coming, covering Haman's face with dread. So Esther is such a powerful story. Um, and I don't, we don't have time to treat it with its full weight like it deserves. And we've been talking about Ruth in our worship services on Sunday. And so I invite you to go to the sermons to talk, to hear a little bit more about uh, the role of women in the Bible. But Esther is in a particular place, in a powerful place to save the lives of her people. It's sort of a theme we see throughout the Bible that the Jewish people are at risk, their lives are at stake because people don't understand or they're afraid or whatever reason. And so this is not an unfamiliar story to the people of the Bible, of, to the Jewish people. It's not an unfamiliar story to us. But what I wanna talk about is Esther's reaction to evil there are evil people in our world. This is not a surprise. There are bad people. There are people in our world who do things that we as Christians should stand up and say is wrong. And it is so easy, so easy to do a moral equivalence thing and to say, well, this person is bad, so I'm not going to argue. One per, you know, this person that I like is bad, and so... You know, I'm not going to say anything about this person that I don't like because, you know, it's a moral equivalency or you've done bad things. And so this it's OK to do this. And we do this all the time. We do this with sports players, for example. Well, they didn't punish this guy. So why should they be punishing that guy? Or we do this with in world politics. We do this in all kinds of places where we use this false moral equivalency that if it was good for the goose, it's good for the gander, and the truth is it was bad for both, and both people should have been punished. There is no such thing as saying it's acceptable, it's moral, this moral equivalency thing. There's no place in God's kingdom for that kind of a treatment of people. If it's wrong, it's wrong. And we have a role as people of faith to stand up against things that are wrong that are just wrong. And we can play the game and we can play that game and say, well, but I like him or her. I like what they do for me. I like how they win games for my team. I like how 
they're fighting against the right person. But in the end, if they're bad people, if they're a bad person, if they're a bad team, if they're a bad country and they're doing bad things, evil things, then just like Esther, we are called to stand up against that. And it may mean that we suffer. It may mean that we don't get to enjoy something we might have enjoyed. It may mean sacrifice on our part. But Esther stood up against the most powerful advisor in the kingdom and said, what you're doing is wrong. What you're doing is wrong. And I know other people are doing wrong things and I know the king is not blameless in this situation. But I'm going to stand up against this person that I know is doing the wrong thing. So who are you letting slip by? Where are you refusing to see wrong because it causes you to suffer? Where are you refusing to say, stop? This is not acceptable. Because you like the results that that evil is giving you. Or you just don't want to face it and acknowledge that that's what's going on. We are called to stand up. To say stop. It's not acceptable. I'm not going to allow it to happen. Thank you.